Okay, let's see. Call, Recording call is number 29. 29, Father Francis. Okay, and it's 29. It's uh, it's uh, August 24th, a Friday in 2018. It's 9 a.m. on the East Coast. I hope Dr. Hill is with us today. And uh, I know Red's here, and so is Robert and several other people. I think um, the Jacob situation is a further proof that we need to do something different. We need we are being completely overwhelmed by the actions of, of the largest part of this country and the government and everybody is after us and all we want is have our rights back and I, I'm a pro white rights guy. That's my that's my thing. Uh, not a member of any groups but I support all the groups. Uh, I know there's an event coming up in Tennessee here. I don't know if Doctor Hill wants to give announce that or not or we're going to keep it close to the chest and uh, take it as it comes. Maybe we have to do private conversation over that. Dr. Hill, are you with us? Uh, I just looked a, minute, a second ago. I'll be back in just a second. He's not here yet. So okay. give, me, give me a second to go back and check. And well, it's already been announced. Um, it was announced the other day in the chat room on Stormfront. Billy, Billy announced it. But then later on that day, uh, Mr. Hill made his own announcement. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. Well, like I said, uh, Miss Goodwin is going to be calling in today. I just talked to her a couple minutes ago. Uh, yesterday afternoon, I don't know what happened. Just out there on the main road with four bars of service showing, I could not use my phone for at least two hours. I was sh shut out of communication for two hours. They're, we are having cell phone tower problems around here, so that could be the cause of it. Anyway, my proposal is that all the groups send the GOUT delegate to a central place and sit down and discuss what are we going to do next, because we cannot... Well, let's just, let's just plan a, a leadership conference call. Private. Well, that, I, I don't know if I trust the conference call. I think the things that, the actions that need to be taken at this point need to be completely oh, okay. and totally private. And, you, you know, well, we, there is something that happened. The mm -hmm. could be the preliminary to the private face-to-face. That's, that, that, that's fine, but, you know, uh, limit the actual activities that we plan to, to act on on the conference call to more general terms, and then specifics can be worked out, and, and it can be regional. Uh, the way these people organized up there in uh, Chapel Hill, the uh, the commies, they, they they apparently have some sort of a core leadership group that can call on ten twenty people in each of their part of their groups, and then they coordinate the arrival in a given spot of of those smaller groups and work together in concert. And that's the same way that we that we need to be able to do these things. We need to we need a core group that kind of suggest ideas and comes up with uh, tactics that we can use on the streets. I mean, there's a lot of tactics. I mean, there's a lot of things that can be done. And uh, going into courtrooms, and at any time there's a trial, we should have people present. We should have people in front of the courthouse. We should have posters and banners. You know, a lot of us work for a living, and, and a lot of us can't take the time to go and do these things. I'm kind of restrained to like one day I could leave and that'd be it because I have animals that I have to care for and I'm sure everybody else out there has their own specific interests and uh, 
and, and projects that they're involved in that they have to care for. I mean, you know, especially you younger guys, people that are, you know, below 60, I know you got to go to work every day. And uh, I know you can't can't afford to get doxxed. And this uh, doxing thing is a, is a real problem. And, uh, you know, people were get one young man committed suicide because he was doxxed and lost his job and he lost everything. And, and some people were just get ready to just give up. I had no idea that there were 20,000 Antifa types in Washington, D.C. on the 12th. I knew there was a lot of people. I had no idea it was that many. How did they get 20,000 people there? How did they have they meetings? Stay there. They stay there all the time. They probably never leave. No, they came from places like Chapel Hill. They came from all over the country. We got a report on that yesterday. They're not, they're not all just in that place. They come from all over. So, so what we got to do is, is, again, not discuss it on the air, to get together, make some plans, and start acting out, out those plans. There's too many s- small groups with their own leadership hierarchy, and then they, like last year, Charlottesville, was maybe the cause of the fact that we didn't have one strong central leader to put it all together. And that there was dissension. Nobody knew what to do after this thing kind of came apart. Charlottesville might have been a, a, a bad choice. Maybe, maybe all the rallies should be held in Tennessee. Tennessee seems to do a great job. It's centrally located. You know, from Nashville, you know, from Johnson City to Memphis is about 500 miles. So, and all this, but from top to bottom, Tennessee might be 150 miles. So, you know, from the Georgia line to the Kentucky line, let's say. And, uh, you know, and that's the kind of thing that we have to get some sort of concerted action and not, oh, I'm not going to go to this guy's rally because he believes in this. Oh, I'm not going to go to that guy's rally because he's not strong enough in that. Oh, this guy's too radical. I'm not going to do that. And, you know, there has to be a consensus that we can all work with. We should reach out to, you know, I'm not going to give out all the, all the facts that I know about how far some of our young people are, are moving into the mainstream and be, becoming a part of the apparatus of the control of the mainstream. How many cops do we have with us? How many lawyers do we have with us? How many doctors do we have with us? These are the people we're going to need. You know, we've got plenty of farmers. And, and, and political science professors. I mean, what does it do to a country to have monuments torn down? That, yeah, it's, a, it dist- e- it's the study. end of the country. It's the end of the country. The country is coming to an end as we know it, right before our eyes. It's not going to be a war. We are in the war. The war is on right now. I'll speak a good using... one. I don't know if they're ready to speak. You want me to Okay, let's them? bring them on. Bring them on they're so we get a first hand. Pardon? They don't have star six, but I'll unmute them. Yeah, unmute and bring them on. They maybe uh, don't have to do that. Are you ready to Hello? Speak? Yes, hello, hello. you're here? Yes, we're yeah, here. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, guys, if I'm kind of off today. I'm having a hard day and a very hard day. I'm trying not to cry. And we're in the They're going to let us see him again today, which is abnormal. So Scott and I are jumping and running, trying to hurry up and get there. Um, <laughs> trying to get go straight. Okay. Uh, anyway, we we stayed in Virginia last night an extra night just because um, we um, needed to see Jacob again today before we left. So, but anyway, it was really rough, 
This judge is out of his mind. What is going on? Y'all, the jury gave Ramos um, six years, six years, and then he said that wasn't enough. He added three more to Ramos. Uh, I mean, and... It's got to end. We cannot continue to have this going on. Something needs to be done. And if these people keep on this way, something really serious is going to take place. Frank, you know, I can't tell you. He told, well, he told Jacob first it was all Jacob's fault, and then Ramos went right after Jacob, you know, and he told, he told Ramos it was all his fault. And the way he talked... You know, we had people send in character letters because we uh, letters because we couldn't get people this far to come in to witness, you know, to the judge what kind of person Jacob is. And he said, well, his excuse for that was there were good letters and there were good points, but they've had murderers and everybody else in that j- in that court that their neighbors said they didn't know that these people were like that. And I'm, and you know, Jacob, Jacob is twenty three. Jacob is 23. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. You I'm I thought I lost you for a minute. Jacob's 23. You know, he's giving him eight years plus $15,000 fine plus 20 years probation for different things. Then he's going to be willing to take these classes that don't exist. I mean, it was it was just unbelievably, unbelievably <laughs> y'all, I don't know how to tell y'all. It's, it's and as I was walking, there was a lady, you know, I guess she's Indian descent with the dot on her head. On my way out, y'all, she she grabbed my hand and she said, "Ma'am, she said you do not do not deserve this. This is wrong." She even said that she's a foreigner. You know, she was so polite and nice to me, you know. And then I I met someone else in jail. That was sitting, I mean, at the court yesterday, sitting beside me who wrote a book. And the publisher, he used to be like an editor of the newspaper, two newspapers here and some other things. And he wrote a book. And he had a book thing going on last night, but we were going to see Jacob. We couldn't attend. But, y'all, I cannot tell y'all. If y'all would have heard that judge yesterday in court, it was just unfreaking believable. I'm in shock. You know, I'm in shock. And Jacob was in shock. Yep. Uh, Ms. Gilbert, this is Red here. Um, Thank you, Red. Thank you so much for being kind to us. Uh, yes, ma'am. It's my pleasure. Uh, but what, what you said, like, that judge has lost his mind. And I said it before you came on. The, the jury recommended originally, what, eight years or uh, ten no, years? Ten years and suspended. Okay. Right. The judge has done all this other stuff. Yes. Yes. And I, the, the what's the point of even having a jury? I'm sorry. Um, what's the point of having a jury if the if the judge is going to do what he wants to do anyway? Exactly. Ramos, Ramos's lawyer even said out loud, "Can he do that by law? Can he do that? He didn't follow any of the criteria he's supposed to follow." Yeah, I'd be looking into that. Okay, this is what anybody out there that can help me do. Let me tell you what we need. I hear an extra noise. I don't know if that's me or y'all or what. Do y'all hear it? Uh, I hear it. I think sometimes. it's coming through you. Your, are you listening to something? Because it's coming through you. No. I'm... Red, maybe you need to mute while she's speaking. I'll mute myself. Okay. 
what, what do y'all want me to do? Uh, we're we're trying to work now, it out. Hang in. Okay. Go ahead. All right. That's better. Much better. Um, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to listen to my GPS, too. We're trying to get to jail as soon as we can, so they'll give us an hour. Y'all, an hour? Y'all haven't heard my son in over a year, and they won't even let me touch him. You know? And so, uh, and I'm sorry to cry. Y'all know I cry all the time. I'm a big titty baby, but I can't help it. It's my baby. It's my son. There's no dry there was no dry eyes here last night. And I'll tell you that right now. And I'm I'm really upset about this. And so is the young man that's here. And and you know, and again, we should at the very least go to that judge's house and put up a picket line and protest that SOB. You know, he had a responsibility in the courtroom to point out to the jury that the elements of malicious wounding were not present in this case. They were not present. Robertson versus the Commonwealth in Virginia says that anybody that's going to be convicted of malicious wounding or the next charge down needs to be of sedate and deliberate mindset and cannot be influenced by external forces. Clearly, the, the run-up to the parking garage incident should have been shown in court. That should have been part of the evidence. <clears throat> the, the chief of police that had to resign should have been a witness. Why these people were not called as witnesses and, and video proof to the to the jury, I don't know. Either it was the it was the lawyer's fault for not doing it, or it was the Frank, court's fault for barring it. Go ahead. You know the lady, the lady who went to sleep. Listen to this. Yep. I didn't. There's so much we didn't know. The lady that went to sleep. She was, you know, the middle car where Phil's hit hit that lady and killed her, Hugh or Hire or whatever her name is. The lady that fell asleep, her friend, her friend was in the middle car in that crash. That Phil's, when Phil's hit that lady, she was the middle, her friend was in the middle car. She had a friend in the middle of all this, too. So don't so you she, think that she... She wanted to uh, fry Jacob? Of course she did. Her friend was in the midst of all that crap. Yeah, and she yes. was probably and heavily influenced by that. And the fact that no witnesses, no jurors were called from outside of the city of Charlottesville because it's a Commonwealth communist enclave, that's, that's not acceptable. That's just not acceptable in this and country. And the judge, the judge knew it. The, the judge knew it. The judge, she told the judge. And in front of Jacob, Jacob... Excuse me, Jacob heard it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was, it, it, y'all, I'm telling you, this, is, this man has lost, all, he, he overdone his power. Ma'am, I'm still holding. Oh, yes, he has. He refused, he abdicated his power in the one area, and then he overstepped his authority in this sentencing issue. This, this guy's out of control. This guy needs to, this needs to be addressed to him personally. And, well, no, we don't have to do what, anything illegal. We just need to go outside his house and start screaming and yelling at him, and let him propose you know the cops to break us up. You know. Yeah. What? Yeah. Maybe yeah. so. But this is what I need, guys. We went. Scott went to the records yesterday to find out because the day before yesterday, he gave a guy. The judge gave a guy five years, and he committed murder. Murder. Yep. He exactly. murdered someone, and yeah, exactly. he, he he murdered somebody. And all he got, gave this guy was five years. So what we need is, uh, uh, it's not no 
database anywhere so I can find out how, how he's been on the bench there for three years. So I'm trying to find out. There's no database. We have to do it by hand. I'll go through every one of those and see which ones were black, which ones were white, how, what they did, and how many years they got. So if anybody could help me that, so that I'm, I, you know, it cost me a fortune to come back to Charlottesville. I have Hannah, poor Hannah, to help me. But uh, we may have to go through that unless anybody can come up with another way to help me get all this I need. And I need, I'd like to have it ASAP. We, Jacob is wanting, asking me and Scott to go to, to uh, Washington. And um, he wants us to make an appointment and go into Washington and see what we can get done. And his other things he wants us to, people he wants us to, to talk to and stuff. And me and Scott's willing to do it. You know, this is my son I'm fighting for. It's not any, you know, it's my son, guys. This is a good one. Have you talked to your senator? Have you talked to your senator from Arkansas? Uh, Or your uh, your congressman? Well, you know, you know, um, you know, Asa. Asa Hutchison, we call him Ass Hutchison, you know, he didn't even try. He just signed Jacob over to, to this, this this place over here, this vile place. And, you know, uh, his son, since Jacob's been arrested, his son's got another DWI. You think that would matter? You know, I'm going to write the judges. It's not going to be a hate letter. It's going to be, you know, thank you for your time. And I hope to God your children never go through what I'm going through. And I hope if they do, they're innocent. You and your wife can feel, because I hope you're sleeping at night because I'm not. Because I'm not. You know, my husband is killing my husband. And I don't think Jacob can even sue Virginia while he's in jail. So, I think I'm going to have to put a lawsuit against them myself because this is killing me and my husband, my health. Yes, ma'am, my wife's talking. I'm having a hard time And, you know, I'm going to – I was here. I was here in Charlottesville when all that was taking place. And the the sores and, you know, my hair's thin and my health is bad. And he's like, Jacob said, Mama, I'm going to be 30 when I get out of here. Y'all want children. I can't give them to you. You know, he said, Mama, my dog's going to be dead before I get out because, you know, and, yeah, it's really hard. It's really, really hard. Would, any, would ever any of us can do, we should do it. And I, I would say that we should have a, 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 fun, a call-in campaign to get Donald Trump to pardon Jacob and Ramos. And all the, and, uh, anybody there, they need to pardon this is, this, this is an out of control. Now I'm looking at an article right here. It's time for Austin to stand up, to shake off the bad leadership trying to impose itself on anti-fascism and come together under the better model of actual resistance and not token performance. When we organize and held actions, the fascists do not march. Every step they take is met with physical confrontation and they are bombarded from all sides. That clearly sums up what is happening to us. From all sides, we mean the violence in the streets to these corrupt, evil judges like this guy that sentenced Jacob to this all this time. This is not acceptable. It's not acceptable. Y'all, even the guards at the hospital, I mean, guards at the jail yesterday, when they were, Jacob was telling them what he got, even even the, a black gang member told Jacob, said, you guys got shafted. 
he said, because I'm a gang member, and I don't, I didn't even get anything like that, and I'm a gang member, you know, and then the guards, he was telling some of the guards again yesterday, because one of them was giving him take of his medicine, and he's having to take medicine, and for all this, his anxiety and stuff, so she said, what? She said, we have people in here for murder. That's right, half that time. We're almost to the end. So, exactly. It's clear. It's, for, it's very clear. Like it's I abuse said, of power. Know, pardon? It's abuse of power. Perfect example. Absolutely. Exactly. Selective enforcement, malicious right. prosecution, malicious adjudication, a new word maybe. I don't even know if they have such a thing. This judge is completely out of his mind. He's completely That's out of why. control. That's why if anybody can help me get all this data I need on Judge Moore to take, I have to have it to go to Washington. I cannot go empty-handed. I have to have proof of his, of his what did you call it, um, his bias to his, yes, and he's overdoing his authority. You know, he's overstepped his bounds. Even, even when... Even when, a, a, you know, a lawyer is asking, can he do that by law out loud? You know, you know, I mean, it's just, well, I don't know. Y'all, y'all. James Comey, as an example, he was fired for abusing his power, you know. Yes, uh, yes. But I, where you at, Donald y'all, Trump? Annabelle, Annabelle, that comes on your show, gave me a number for the call in for the uh, president to call the president and stuff and I'm hoping she can come back on here and help me share if not I have the number you know I wasn't able to call at first but now I'm able to call and we are we're fixing to go in the jail guys and I got to get off here and I will try to maybe call in uh, tomorrow if that's okay Monday Monday Monday. Monday. And maybe by this, yeah. maybe by then I'll have some more. We could, we could do a show tomorrow if if you want us to. I think we're better wait until Monday. Let her get home. Okay. Let her get settled down, and uh, let's see, because nobody. Yeah. And by then I can learn more more data, more stuff, and I can have more on here. Uh, you know, I'm I'm fighting for my son. Don't get me wrong, but I'm yes, fighting ma'am. for everybody. I'm fighting for everyone's child. And my son, you know, is what's sad is people, I tell him, I tell him all the time, he's not in there in vain, guys. In vain, do, you, you know? do you know where he's going to go from, from where he is no. now? I hear no. so many tales already, so much telling me they may keep him here until his um, his appeal is up. I hear that he, they may move him to a prison. I hear they might have a chance he might have moved him to Arkansas, which would be glad. I would be hopeful. You know, they even had the guy, and then they wanted him to take these stupid classes. There's no such thing. Um, then the people that was there, they were in there for witnesses saying, you know, at first they were going to do the classes, but because of who they were, they wouldn't let him come into that jail and take those classes, any kind of classes, because of, you know, of who he is and what might happen to him and blah, blah, blah. Y'all understand. But um, I'm hoping on Monday I have more to tell y'all. That's all I can say. Okay. It's right now. But I've got to go because I get to go see my son for an hour until I don't know when I'll see him again. And let me know what I can do. Wherever he's at, I'm going to go see him. Well, please pray for me. I haven't given up on God. Y'all, please pray for me and my husband, okay, and my son. 
This so place not over So thank you all so much for hearing me. Uh, You're welcome, and good luck, Miss Goodman, and everybody out here will be praying for you, I'm sure, and for Jacob. And as soon as you got any information where they're going to move him to, uh, either it would be great if they could move him back by you, but if they if they move him closer to me in Virginia, you, you know, I can make more visits to him. You know, yes, I'm more... Yes. I'm, I'm into the more rural area of Virginia, so it, he'd be a better, probably better off in those regions, I would think, than where he, any of the liberal bastions. So, yeah, just keep us informed. Go ahead, do what you got to do, and and uh, that's what we're that's all we can do. And we'll keep doing whatever. You, when you get the information, I want to. I'd like to have the transcripts. I'd like to have the a copy of the motions that were denied. I, oh, and and that's another thing, Woodard. You know, I know everybody gave Woodard a, a hard time, but you know what? I did not know this, but Woodard, Woodard also, uh, they physically tried to attack Woodard. They, I mean, it, 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 it's something. They actually went after Woodard, and they, you know, it, it's amazing how how this went. Uh, this is it, just just unbelievable how all this went down. I'm in shock. This, I mean, I know this happens, but I mean, I guess everybody says I'm in shock. So I figure, what happened? You know, happened to me. You know, so I don't know. But uh, guys, I gotta go in the jail. I wanna go see my son before I go home, and we have a 17-hour drive ahead of us. You know, so y'all please pray for us, okay? And don't forget my son. Please, no, everybody, won't. don't forget my son. He's he's upset. He's you know he's out here fighting for people that don't even know he's the you know say yourself that he's fighting you know for the young and and he still thinks it's worth it. So that's a good thing. But if y'all can send him letters so that he know he's on his, he's not wasting his time. Thirty, he'll be thirty, guys. Thirty. I had him when I was thirty. You know. Yeah. But anyway. Thank you all for supporting me. Thank you for your donations so that I can come see him. Thank you, Red. Thank you. I can't thank you enough. And thank everybody who helps me and supports me mentally, physically, funds, your kindness. Thank you for your kindness, most of all, because people aren't kind to us. You have to understand why your kindness is important to me and my husband and my son, because people aren't kind to us. They're very mean. Very mean. But I love you, Frank. Thank you. Thank you, Red. Thank you so much for everything, okay? I'll talk y'all to you on Monday. Strong. You'll stay strong, okay? Well, this well, is a Stay strong. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, okay? Bye, guys. I'm going to hang Bye. up. No, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> wow. What a sad day for the white right. Yeah, it is. This may be the the line in the sand. This is the line. Where where did uh, did this DeAndre Harris come from anyway? I think he lived in and around Charlottesville. I don't know if he lived right in the city. I don't think he came from there originally, but I think he may have been living there at the time. I'm, I'm fuzzy on a lot of the facts because so many things are going on. There's just way too many things going on for me to keep on top of it all. You know, sharing fiction, fixing farm equipment and, and political activism, 
you know, everything all rolled into one. That's what I'm up against. And you know what? I, I, I guess it just keeps me young. I don't know. Like, I don't have time to get old. So, and and like, a, you know, let, let's, we we should set up a private conference call, Robert. Yes. And if we can, we can select the people that we want to come in to be on the call. And that's, that's a good start point. But, you, you know, I would think that, uh, we'd have to look over, even just to get a handle on where all our support comes from. Kate and Amarillo, uh, Patrick in Texas, I don't know what part of Texas, Andre in Texas, it, it, I think in Dallas. All of these people, we, you know, we've got to get together. Jamie Kelso needs to be involved. Uh, Michael Hill needs to be involved. Don Black needs to be involved. David Duke needs to be involved. Whoever the leadership of the former TWP needs to okay, be involved. Okay, well, well, why doesn't everybody just write down the people you think should be in the leadership? Good point. And we'll kind of make an agreement on that, and we'll invite them to a private conference call and then a private meeting after that. Mm-hmm. We're going to have the people next week from uh, uh, New Jersey Heritage Foundation. They were in D.C. Don't agree with Kelso. I don't think he. Oh yeah, well Kelso, he's got his whole crazy anti-Nazi kick. But he's a Nazi right. himself. All you gotta do he... is ask Heidi Byron. She'll tell you. You know anybody no. that's pro Donald Trump's a Nazi, but Kelso supports Nazis because he supports Trump. Because he doesn't get it. The words doesn't mean anything anymore to anyone. They can make it into whatever they want it to be. It's just a label they slap at you to shut you up. I mean, I, they accused me that these eight people are Nazis, it said in one of the uh, newspapers. And the, the picture was there. I was in the picture. That's not me. I don't believe in that. I believe in free enterprise. I believe everybody... I don't want any government interference in the manufacturing of goods in my country. I don't want any government control of how I deal with my employees in my country. That's all part of the National Socialist thing. I don't agree with any of that. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Well, and anybody that want to join the, the pro-white rights movement, even if you're Puerto Rican or black, you're allowed to be a participant and to try and get our rights back, but we are going to control it, just like the Hispanic Legal Foundation up in Illinois. Oh, anybody can join that, or a Hispanic Chamber of Commerce in Lake Worth, Florida. Anybody can join that as long as you promote the interests of Hispanic people. If you're white or black or an Indian or a Chinaman or a Jew, you can be in the organization, but you can't look out for your own interests, only the interests of Hispanics. That's racist. Yeah, they probably want your dollars, too. That's probably the reason why. Yeah, so they can give us their dollars, too. Maybe I'll even invite that woman to be a member of the uh, White Rights Organization. I'll write her a special letter. Garcia, her name was. Yeah, I didn't even you know her name. $2,000 a year for membership. Say again? But she needs to pay $2,000 a year for membership. No, it, it doesn't even matter if it's $50 or $20 or whatever it is. And if she wants to support White Rights, write your local newspaper, Miss Pons Garcia. Another malicious prosecution of me. This is what's happening to us. Everywhere we turn, we're, getting, we're hitting a wall of resistance. 
whether it be physical violence on the streets, unfair treatment in the courtrooms, unfair treatment in our jobs. If Antifa calls up a restaurant and tells somebody the guy's a, a, you know, a, a fascist, he gets fired. We need our own businesses so we can hire our own people. And, and, and maybe give them preferential treatment for being a white rights af- af- activist. I'm sorry. I can't even hardly talk. I'm so angry over this. This is totally unfair. Yes, it is. Uh, I guess Dr. Hill didn't call in today. Robert? I- Maybe it's just me and you, Red. Um, I don't know. Who else is with us, Robert? Well, you know, like I said, I could talk all, for a whole hour on this issue, and we only got 28 minutes left. But the uh, everything you see, God, look at the look at the news. I was interviewed for two or three hours, however long that event lasted, from the time we got into the park to the time we left. I was interviewed constantly. I didn't get to hear one speaker, and not one piece of what I said was out on the mainstream media that anybody could tell me that they read about or saw. I gave my real name. I did every. I gave the whole story. I pointed out the facts in the newspaper of hypocrisy, especially the CNN reporter. And what do they do? That's fake news. They just don't report it. They'll re- don't report. They'll show a picture. I saw a, a guy the other day. He was an American Indian, and he was doing a Nazi salute. No, he wasn't. He was waving at somebody. Same thing up there in D.C. with us. One guy was accused of doing a, a, a Roman salute. He was waving to somebody. These people are so crazy in the way they view the world that they don't see reality. They just see what their closed-minded picture of what they believe in. I had a family member of mine tell me, oh, I don't want to pay attention to any of this stuff. It's a waste of time to even pay attention to the news. But then had the audacity to say, they ought to kill Donald Trump. Well, if you don't pay attention to the news, what are you basing your, your, your decision on? What are you basing it on? Do you know what's going on in South Africa? Do you know what's They do don't care. They don't care, and you can see why they don't want to know the news, because it's so disgusting. Yeah, but they, they don't make judgments. It. Don't judge me. Don't I judge know. me just because you're uninformed. You know, that's the problem. And, and this, these history things that they come up with, fake history. It's ridiculous. I'm telling you, i got a lot of things that I think we could be doing. I know Abigail has a lot of ideas that she could be doing. Uh, she's texted me. What's the name of the, the, the judge? Was it Moore in Charlottesville? Pretty well, sure it was be Moore. careful. Let's be careful talking about this judge. Just Why? Be careful. No, I'm going to protest the son of a bitch. That's what I'm going to do. I'll right. go to his front door and put a sign. Okay. Don't leave your little enclave up there, judge. Because you're going to face uh, no, protest. No, no. Peaceful protest is what you're going to face. When you go into a restaurant, we're going to tell People the restaurant owner what you did. And then you can yep. be just like the, the, the Huckabee Saunders lady. The whole did. city. The whole city of Charlottesville put this judge in place. Yeah. Support him. So don't. I would single out the judge. He's the one that's it's most everybody guilty. Everybody up there. He's the one. 
I don't, again, I don't know if Woodard was denied the opportunity to bring these witnesses into court, or he just didn't do it. The chief of police and the police officers that heard the chief of police say, let him fight so we can shut down the event. He was the one responsible for the violence in Charlottesville, not Jacob Goodwin or Alex Ramos. He was the one, or Daniel Borden. None of those guys were responsible for the violence. They were the victims of the violence. They were the victims of the lack of work, of the diligent work by the police department, controlled by a corrupt police chief. He's another one we should go it's protest. The city out. of Charlottesville and the Jewish media from New York that have done this to Jacob Goodwin, our man, our young man. Our dreamer. Uh, uh, that's right, yeah. We have only have one anonymous caller. I, I'm wary about You want to take that? That Bring them on. I don't care how anonymous. I don't care Anybody what they say. I, I, they, can't, they can't do anything to, to try and worm out from underneath this evil that's being done. Bring, bring that okay. caller on. Welcome, caller. Do you have anything you'd like to put in? Yes, Daryl. I don't know why my phone keeps saying that. Good morning. Good morning, Daryl. Hey, uh, you know, I was talking to a girl yesterday that's advocating for Jeffrey Winehouse here in Missouri. Uh, he was shot by the Missouri State Highway Patrol and recorded it. None of these judges are ever impeached. In the Schaefer-Cox case, the prosecutor said that he needed to be retrained because he believes that God's law is higher than man's law. So he's a He's, uh needs to be retrained, and I'm sure they think the same of of Jacob, Jacob's beliefs. And uh, the thing is, is that prosecutor in Schaefer Cox's case is now a, a judge in Alaska. She got made a judge. And this girl that's trying to help Jeff Winehouse here in Missouri, she's done a sunshine request, and, and, I, and they just forwarded her number to me, the prison ministry, and I told her all about the hoop she got to jump through to appeal it. And these law enforcers are never held accountable. So we do need to name the judge's name. We would never uh, ask for violence or say that. We want peaceful protest. But we must get out in front of these courthouses and hold these people accountable. And they must be tried by jurors of their peers. That case of Jacob should have got a change of venue out of Charlottesville. That trial should not have been held there, and that's what needs to be brought up in the appeal process, is that he didn't get a fair trial. I mean, that's what I would think. Is that, And also, the attorney in that case is no doubt a slave to uh, the judge, because if the attorney does things the judge doesn't want, the attorney can take his bar card. And these judges are up there in their black robes. They want everyone to rise. It, I didn't hear what he said, but it sounds like he said something, you know, to the effect of that he needs retrained or he's an evil person or something. You know, he's, he's being an activist judge at that point, and they all claim that they're not activist judges, but they are. And we must get out in front of these courts. And we've got a lot of people that follow the thin blue line. I mean, uh, Tom Robb down in Arkansas, they put out a law enforcement paper, uh, Support the Blue Line, and they say, oh, one's not, uh, there's good people in there, there's good people in the FBI. Well, where are the whistleblowers? And when you are silent, you are complicit. 
So we must get people to whistleblow and say, you know, you look at Serpico, that would be something everyone knows about what happened to Serpico. We must get whistleblowers to stand up and shine light and make noise on what these people are doing in our judicial system. And we could, and no judges are ever impeached. Jeffrey Winehouse's case is being held up by the prison. He has a, he has a good Jewish attorney and he, and the attorney. Some judges are fired or recalled or very rarely. We had one here in Missouri. Some. He was having sex with a defendant, so, and everybody knew about it, and so they had to do something. It's just like the pedophile priest. Uh, we must hold these people accountable for the smallest things, and they must be sentenced to jail, just as these police, when they do things, they're never held accountable. Uh, and Missouri, you cannot get their misconduct records. They have been sued by the ACLU. The ACLU took it to the Missouri Supreme Court to get their misconduct. It's supposed the court say that it's public information. The Highway Patrol, uh, the Department of Public Safety refuse to give those records when these guys and they can just get fired from one agency and go to another agency, and she's talking about suing the judge. She will have no luck. If anything, I would try to sue the officers that stood around on the side of the street and didn't get involved. Well, These are the okay, people that Dale, need to be sued. This is good. Slow down a little, okay? Slow down. If I, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but that's No, it's all right. Wanna hear, I want to hear what you're saying. This is important, you know? Okay, go ahead. Well, the, the, men, the men that stood by on the side of the road, they do this. They flip the laws. You know, they, if you're, I know there's not, there, I'm a Christian person, and they flip the Bible upside down, and they want to make a counterfeit copy. The devil wants to copy everything. And just like they made Jeffrey Winehouse the uh, criminal that was shot by the criminals, they have made Jacob the criminal when he was the victim of an assault and he tried to stand up and do the right thing. They do this to many people, and, and are, you know, they have a strike going on in the prisons right now, and, and I, I really, frankly, hope they burn some of them down, and the president has to say something. I don't want anyone to get hurt, but I hope these, these prisoners can all get together. I mean, there's some real animals in there. There's some real dirtbags we should just execute. You go in the convenience store, and you, you shoot the poor person that's working there for for minimum wage, and we got you on video, we're not feeding you anymore. You're dead, okay? If there's a reasonable doubt, yeah, we might lock you up. You hurt a child, there's consequences. There are no consequences in this country for the real criminals, and there's no consequences for the people that are so-called law enforcers. And if people don't get this in their minds, you know, and, and uh, Rudy Davis speaks very well about this. We had the guy down in Alabama. I didn't hear... Uh, Dr. Hill talking about the guy that got shot in 2014. He's a white man. He went to return a dog, and because he didn't want to show his driver's license, a woman cop shot him in the, the guy. His name was Lawrence Earl, I think. He's a white guy. Uh, Jason Kessler was talking about, we don't hear these news stories when it's a white guy. I tried to get a, a black representative in St. Louis several years ago to help Jeff Winehouse. And I totally agree with that. If you want to be part of our movement and if you're of another race, I wish for no destruction of any other race. I wish for the, preser the preservation of my culture. But if you want to support us, that's good, because I don't support destroying your race, and I expect to do on to others as I would have done to me. 
And these people get in these positions, and uh, they just let them go. They don't want to get okay, involved. Now, let's go back to showing up in Charlottesville at the courthouse. Now, if we did that, we would be far outnumbered because the people in Charlottesville agree with this judge, the majority there. So I don't know if that would be productive. No, I, don't, I agree. I agree. I don't think that that would be beneficial. I think the thing to do would maybe be go to the Capitol and call on the governor, that, uh, okay. and it's going to take an attorney uh, in the appeals process saying that he should have got the change of venue. He should have absolutely had a change of venue to yeah. a, a neutral place where he would have had a, a – you know, we know what went on out at Berkeley with the Antifa people, uh, the kid, the guy with the flamethrower, you know, and, and any of us are in jeopardy if we go to an event and we're carrying a flagpole. They could say, oh, I was in fear of my life. He had a flagpole. He was going to shove it up my butt. You know, I mean, that's all they got to just come up with is this whatever crazy narrative they want to spin, and they'll have us in chains. And until the, people start, the, until the people start standing up, Nothing's going to be done. And, it, and when we come off as haters or bullies, I've been to events and they have someone standing there that is intimidating or saying intimidating things, we are taking two steps back. We do have to do a little bit of kumbaya brotherhood thing to, to get out forward. But when they see us, you know, I think the thing in Washington was excellent. With the, I, would, I think a Betsy Ross flag would have been good. I really like that idea of the Betsy Ross yes. flag. I want to return to the founding. And, and then people can be like, oh, he's got a Betsy Ross flag. It's not a rebel flag. Although I'm flying the rebel flag out here in front of my house. I got one that I got at the Jacob Goodwin event, and it's the come and take it one, and I got the Gaskin flag over it. And, but I think the Betsy Ross flag is an excellent deal, and I think a protest. But see – how do we get numbers? We have to have numbers, and we also have to have hold these people accountable in some way in the courts. This is how they've got abortion. This is how they've got many things, is they use the courts, not the will of the people. The will of the people is gone. It used to be the will of the people in our government, but it's the judiciary, the courts. It's the court's will to say, I have to uh, hire a homo, I have to let a black man work here, uh, and, and the government has became our God, and I believe God's law is higher than man's law. And if that makes me evil, uh, you're wrong. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We got to come together on like, But we need, to, we need a few replies to what you're saying, Father Francis. Well, yeah, I, again, we need to sit down and talk and figure out what the next cause of action is. I think tiki torches should be in the center of any activities that we do. If we're going to have a march, if we get five guys or 500 guys, everybody should have a tiki torch. The price went up, I see. Somebody told me you could buy them at the dollar store for a dollar. No, they're $3 now. <laughs> I mean, maybe we should go in business making tiki torches. They're not that difficult. No, it's just a citronella oil. <laughs> All it is in a can. Thing is, is, is uh, I, you know, they hate paper terrorism. They call if you're a sovereign and you file pro se, and you have if we could get a group of people that would like to paper them 
this is where they win. This girl is trying to, in Missouri here, Franklin County, she's trying to get information on the officers that shot Jeff Winehouse. They said, oh, that's personal information. No, it's not. I have a school district thing going on, and the guy's mad at me because I record all my phone calls, and, and, and Rudy and Aaron put them on the Internet, and they're really mad. Oh, you can't record us. Yeah, I can record you. And you're a, oh, well, this is my private home I'm calling from. Well, it doesn't matter. You're in a public capacity, and we must record all calls of these people. We must you take numbers for this. If you notify the people on the call. No, you do not. If it's one party, it depends on what state you're in. It depends well, you can't on what use state. that call, though. You can't use it in any. Yes, you can. Venue. It depends it on the what about this black lady in the White House recorded all this stuff in, in a secure chamber? Okay, so I think yeah, you can uh, record whatever you'd like without notifying. Yes, you can. It depends on the state. It depends on the state, and it's called a one-party rule. And if one party only has to know, and if I know, but when you're committing a crime is when you record something and you're the third party. If I called in, uh, or well, this is a public call. But if I if if I was in the bedroom listening to you guys at home and I record it, then it's a crime because the two people having the conversation don't know about it. But if you're, if you're involved in the conversation and you know about it, you can record it. But these people don't like being held accountable, and I caught the guy in a lie, and that's why they're mad. He told me one thing, and then after he powwowed with who I'm arguing with, they decided they don't like me and that I'm the bad guy. But that's yeah, is what perjury, they do. Perjury charges brought against anybody in a courtroom that lies. Have they never that? do that either. The, the prosecutors, I'll tell you, the exculpatory evidence in a lot of ways is a lie. When the prosecutors know there's exculpatory evidence that the officer had misconduct in his history and he should have never been there on the job because he's a, a, a Barney Five, it impeaches their testimony. And in a lot of ways, that's a lie that, that the prosecutor won't use exculpatory evidence in the defendant's favor. So they, lie, they got all kinds of ways to lie, but they don't call it lies, but it's perjury, as you said. And Schaefer Cox's case, there are many instances of perjury, as well as Jeff Winehouse's. The trooper made a statement saying, I told him to put the gun down. Jeffrey never drew a gun, and there's video of it. And when the, when the officer gave the statement, he didn't know there was a video of it, so he lied, and he's not being held accountable. They are using their administrative process a the prison attorney is to review the case before it moves back. To, the prison is supposed to say, hey, we've got an innocent man here. We need to send this back to the court, and this was wrong for the jury. You look at Todd Engle in the Bundy case. Todd Engle was sentenced to 14 years. And Todd Engle's case, the Bundys had a whistleblower, Wooten, that said the, B, the BLM lied, and the, and the case and the Bundys had a mistrial, and it was thrown out, and, they can't, and they're not going to be recharged. The same judge that sat on that mistrial case sentenced uh, Todd Engle to 14 years, and she could have overturned the jury's 
verdict, he had a jury trial and was found guilty, but they didn't have the exculpatory evidence. It wasn't out there that the, B, the Bureau of Land Management lied. She knew that, but yet she still sentenced him to 14 years to give the prosecutors a blood sacrifice. So yep. he's... These are all these things that are going on. There are so many strategies. I came into this white nationalist movement through the constitutional law movement. I came in this back in 97 when I just started to see how... I had just gotten back from Mexico. I was out of the country for two years pretty much. And... And when I came back, I was shocked at the change. It's like when you go away from your grandchildren, you don't see them for three or four years, and then you go back, holy mackerel, they're twice as big as they used to be. And, and because you didn't see it, because it's a frog in the pot scenario. If you stay here little by little by little, it gets worse. You don't recognize it. But when you leave and come back, dude, I got way better treatment from the police department in Havana, Cuba, than I did in West Palm Beach, Florida. We have no judicial system anymore. We are totally at the mercy if something happens, you know. Uh, you're, we have no representation in the courts. We are just, once you're guilty until you prove yourself innocent. And how much money do you have to prove yourself innocent? Well, O.J. Murders, murdered his wife, didn't he? And, uh, and, uh, you know, instead they put him in prison for baseball cards and an autograph, you know. He he goes to prison for that. And and they really, the, this prosecutor up here that sent Jeffrey Winehouse to prison for 30 years, he was going against the courthouse. He was going against, uh, he was going to open up some cases as a coroner. And they don't like that. But yet they, in the same county, this prosecutor, they just got rid of him. Three men stuck into a house and murdered a man while he was sleeping. The judge was going to, or the, the prosecutor put up a plea bargain. He's going to give them each seven years for telling the truth that they murdered the guy, and in seven years they would get out. But yet Jeffrey gets 30 years and thrown under the prison. Okay? And it's because these prosecutors are not held accountable. I follow this guy, Think Like a Cop, and he talks about how we need to elect prosecutors that we can hold accountable. When these prosecutors want to charge people for bullshit, we need to fire them, and we need to say, don't do that. Don't be charging people for, you know, at, on a political uh, basis. Uh, you can't do that, and our justice system was supposed to protect us against that, but instead we have all these people that have agendas, and their agenda is to get numbers of prosecutions, and then they get to go on to another job. You know, this officer that assaulted me and my wife, he was the police chief of the town. He worked in the town for, like, 20-some years, he made police chief, and then I caused him to get fired, and he just goes over and gets a job with the Missouri State Highway Patrol, and they won't give me any of the information of his misconduct. We got the misconduct from the people. We, the people, gave it to me on Facebook and told me what he did, and, and we got it, and we're going to get it, and we're going we're gonna to bring it out in the open. And uh, this is what you know, people got to do. They give up. This, this American society is breaking down. And the justice system is the first to go, right? When you have a breakdown in society, equal fair judgment is first thrown out the window. It's the beginning of communism, and we know what happened there in Russia with all that. So, yeah, I got something. You know, I just heard last night that two-thirds of Russian people 
believe that America has a homosexual agenda and believes that America is a a moral country and that we're coming after them and we want to force the homosexual uh, agenda down Russian people's throats and Putin is uh, not going to do it. They have some bill, that's what it is, they have some bill saying that Putin is a terrorist, saying that uh, Russia is uh, the biggest supporter of terror around the world and to name Putin as a war criminal so he could be arrested and taken to The Hague. And these are Democrats and Republicans up in our Congress wanting to pass a bill and, and the Russian people are threatened by us. And so when it comes to, to hey, there's going to be a war, Putin's going to, he's, he's not just going to give you a wimpy punch. He's going to put you on the ground and we won't be getting up. And, and and we'll see what all these Antifa people are crying for when they need water or shelter. There, there, there is a connection with all this destruction of America and, and Russia. There is. It, it's, a, it's a complicated explanation. They're more free than us, and they're, and, and, and they're more moral. They really like the old ways. They're not having no gay parades in their streets. Well, well, let me say something, Daryl, while you're here. Um, your cases that you're following, that you t- remind us about, and you're really good at giving us the details. I'm sorry, I'm a fire hose at times. <laughs> it is a lot of stuff. It's a lot of information. You have, have stored all that in your mind, right? Oh, and more. Put that down in text. You have like a weblog, or a, you know what a blog is? Yes. Something that you can, can change and update. I would suggest that. I really need, I really need a, a ghostwriter or I need like-minded people that I want to be involved with. I've I mean, asked for that many times on the call. Patrick's never called me. Uh, Billy Roper's called me. He's, I don't agree with everything that he has to say, but uh, he's not against uh, my free speech and my right to say what I want, and I think there's many other people like that, and, and uh, I don't think there has to be uh, too many leaders I think there should be a consensus of, of, of well-spoken people. I mean, Dr. Duke, he's really on the, uh, several months ago, I was like, he's really on the Trump thing. But who do we have that's a champion for us? He, he, Trump is, and he is only just a man, and he is controlled. You know, and, and I think they probably set him down and said, uh, yeah, we did, Kennedy. Uh, here's the space aliens, uh, toe the line. You know, he did speak up for South Africa. I really think it would be good for all of us white nationalists, every single group, to put a focus on South Africa. How about we bring the pressure up on South Africa and we bring the pressure up on the courts and holding law enforcers accountable, regardless if they shoot blacks or Mexicans or who, whoever, we need to hold our law enforcers accountable. If they're going to lord over us and claim to be our sovereigns under this constitution that I didn't sign, they must be held accountable. And the people are not holding them well, accountable. The sheriffs are elected, right? The local sheriff of the county is elected. You get involved with the sheriff's election. And a lot of people do show up when the sheriffs are elected. So They're, they're federalized. Just like all of our state troopers are federal police. The people are so dumb. Oh, they're the Missouri State Highway Patrol. No, they're funded by federal funds. Well, you and they're can a bunch run of... for sheriff. Uh, a person can run for sheriff. That oh, will get you can't. Jeffrey Winehouse was going to 
here in Missouri, Jeff Winehouse was going to run for sheriff, but he had to run for coroner because several years ago they made it a law in Missouri that you have to have two years law enforcement uh, to become a sheriff. So they're going to lock out anyone like a Cliven Bundy or like me that's going to come and say, hey, don't be arresting people for bull crap. Let's find out who did the burglaries. Let's uh, find out who sold some dope at the high school. Uh, you know, uh, they, okay, they use their administrative process to screw us. About <laughs> run out of time. Thank you guys for the time. Your energy, your energy and information is good. My number's yeah, out there. I'll give my number. Anybody can call me. They want. You can give my number out. My name is on, and people need to put their names out there. If we're going to name these judges and name these wrongdoers like Scott Mertens and the people that shot Jeffrey, our names are out there. Frank's name's out there. Your name's out there. My name's out there. Dr. Hill, David Duke, their, their names are out there. Tom, Rob, all these people, their names, their phone numbers are out there. We're not afraid. And other people need to stand up. Nope, and that's okay. exactly it. All, all the Twitter activity after uh, my in interviews with the news media, obviously somebody was privy to what I did because they were just astounded that I gave my real name when I did the interview. We don't even have to dox him, you know, because he gave his real name. And that's what I do. I give my real name. What are they going to do to me? What are they going to take away from us that they haven't already taken away, and it would be our pride. I still have lots of pride, but I've been beat down many times in my life by this uh, economic slavery. The the courts kept my my grown children away from me. That's how I got introduced to this, and that I better wake up or, or they're just going to keep holding me down, and I don't want to be held down. I want to stand up and be free. Obviously, we can tell. We can tell that <laughs> you've got persistence, determination, and we need as that. Every, we need to as wise. every man should. Every uh, man should. We do. Okay. I think we might as well just end it here. There's no more callers, so we'll be back Monday. Hopefully, Dr. Hill, I, he never did make it today. Hope Dr. Hill will be here to Monday. Right. Hey, I'd like to say a prayer for good ones that uh, that that they have strength and that uh, that they uh, they can they should get a hold of Lone Star seventeen seventy six and he can get put on the political prisoner. That's another avenue for him to get letters. Everyone should write him. And if you're a, a, a religious person, pray for his safety and that uh, you know he'll be okay in his family and he'll get through this. And because that's what he needs to know that that'll give him strength. That people. People out here are sending letters and thinking of him, and that'll give him great strength. So, well, I have so many things that I could say that what we can do to help Jacob, no matter what happens, no matter how far it goes, if he goes to into prison, I'm going to go and visit him. We need to help him to find things to do that that he can keep his mind active, that he can actually become uh, enriched by the experience. And, you know, I know where he's been. He's not been able to go outside at all. And uh, they let him in a gym every once in a while. That was it. Uh, once Sending magazine subscriptions. And, and that's something they can't keep away from. And they can, they can throw letters away and do their stuff. But uh, a magazine subscription, you can say, hey, 
on the phone, hey, did you get your uh, Missouri Conservation Magazine? Did you get your Arkansas Life? Uh, and, and then he can see that will really helps the prisoner's mental is getting a, a magazine subscription. So. Yes, and, and educate yourself. I mean, right right now, the last I've heard when I got to a lengthy conversation with Mrs. Goodwin is that uh, uh, Jacob was studying the Russian language, which is a pretty cool thing. If he can learn to speak Russian in jail, uh, he's not wasting his time. And that's you know, what I want to speak a language with, it's really hard to keep it in your mind, you know. You can learn a language, but you have to practice and talk to people. Yeah, see, me Espanol is not a key. Get that helicopter ready, Frank. Say again? So get that helicopter ready. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I All think right. that's enough, don't you? We're, we're yeah, gonna, and we're everybody, let's have a good weekend, and we'll be back on Monday. Yes, sir. White power.